welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libation. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And this, this is, is Life, life Pairings. Pairings. <laughs> Because life is hard. So pair it with alcohol. Ooh, look at all these little wooden stalls. I definitely need more walled wine. And this Christmas decoration and these handmade mittens. Look at the lights. Look at the music. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I'm so drunk. What was in that hot chocolate? As today's life pairing is Christmas market with mulled wine. Uh, we discuss Godwin, the Romans, and open air. Oh. <laughs> I would t- a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of questions. <laughs> oh. uh, the I I drove it home with the uh, with the last one of the influx <laughs> in the voice there. Uh, Open air. Uh, this is fun, good. man. I love Christmas markets. Yes. Oh boy, and I love hitting my microphone too. I. Uh, <laughs> Brittany and no, I may I, have been on the mulled wine a little bit longer before this than me. Yeah. We might have like we got we got to it a little early. Yeah. And then now, so maybe we've had so nine. Now we're fine. Now it's yeah, great. we're all right. We're feeling good. We're feeling frisky. <laughs> <laughs> we're feeling Christmassy. Christmassy. Friskassy. Right. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, dude, I, I love, I love Christmas markets. They're so sweet. They're yeah. fun to be at. If you're a Christmas person, there's nothing better than a Christmas market. Oh, it's so good. Like, it's I mean, I don't buy time. anything at a Christmas market, to be honest. Dude, I very rarely come home with anything. No, it somehow I cost me with... $45,000, yes! but I come home with zero things. <laughs> no. Which is amazing, because I'm bad for shopping. But the Christmas market, I think I get distracted by all the alcohol and the food and the shiny yeah. lights and all the other stuff. And the bonfires and the reindeer and the And there's always a carousel there. for some reason at all Christmas markets. Yeah. Which I don't understand, understand what that's about, but uh, nor do I. It just seems like you know what I feel. I feel like they're like whatever would be in Santa's workshop. Toss her yeah. in the Christmas market. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is that's what they just started. It's their baby like, carousel. Is the carousel in Santa's uh, workshop? Is it like a working thing? Like, is it for? Is it? it no, I feel like they're stuff? making it. They're oh, oh they're making it okay making got it. it the elves are making it i thought it. you meant like maybe it was used as like a transportation device for the <laughs> little elves dude that would be amazing actually that's a that's but they never get anywhere because it's a carousel <laughs> unless it's the this... world's most giant carousel and they yeah. like get on a horse and they like make it to it but they're elves so like how <laughs> tiny is an elf probably pretty little i guess so i mean i guess it depends on the film you're watching yeah um What's that one with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn? Uh, oh, the uh, Christmas Chronicles. Dude, like it a so bunch. Good. It's so, so good. good. I watched the second one, and it dives way more into, like, Santa's workshop. Yeah, I can't remember if I watched the second one or not. Which one has Winston in it from New Girl? Uh, the first one, I think, maybe? Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, the I second one, they kind of, they, like, they leave uh holiday like they go to like mexico oh, or something yes i did see the ad for it and i was like i don't think I, this is for me <laughs> you know what good? yeah it's so good okay. it's just like it's it's for it's for children it's right for the only people that i seem to talk to <laughs> that are adults because we're all yeah great fans of goldie hunt and kurt russell <laughs> dude honestly like <laughs> i like <laughs> i like it anytime kurt russell busts out a guitar i'm happy <sighs> For no reason. Anytime just he's there. I just just raised on a little Kurt Russell. Backdraft was my uh that was my film with him. Oh backdraft was so good. Yeah. But (laughs) that was with one of the other Baldwins. Oh my god, we've gone off the Which Baldwin? (sighs) Oh Steven Uh, maybe? Remember there was a hotter one? William Baldwin was the hotter one for Well Billy Baldwin was nuts. He was married to China the wrestler. Oh I didn't know that. The one from Biosphere? Oh no, that's oh no, that's that's uh, Stephen Baldwin. Oh yeah, He's okay. Blonde. So this one's then William Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, William William who uh, then like is just Billy Baldwin. He was married right. to China the wrestler for like a long time, 
And then there's another one, Daniel, who's like a bigger guy, I think. Yeah, he's like the, I think he's the eldest brother. Right. I think he goes, Yeah, it turned Daniel. out Alec Baldwin was kind of the hottie of the. Alec's always been the hottie. I, I never, he's always... I never saw him like that for some reason. I don't know why. I think because I thought that Billy Baldwin was the hot one. Uh, Billy was greasier for sure. Like he would like. Oh. Okay, I like gotta look would... this up. Yeah, we will... have a look. We'll be back to your regular schedule. Oh, you're right. He <laughs> is now. Like he's a hundred percent like greasy now. But like, if you think back to Backdraft, <laughs> 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 this is the only film I know. Uh, I've never seen any other films. Um, he's oh. a high. Yeah, and he did marry. He married China. The rest. Yeah, of that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, still married. So according to the internet. Yeah, and I think well, that him. um, who's Justin Bieber married to? Haley. Oh, um, Kay- that's Kay- Haley Baldwin. Oh yeah, that's. Right. I think Haley is um, uh, Billy's daughter. Right. Yes, that's right. Um, unless she's unless she's Stephen's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think you're right. I think it's I think it's Billy. Baldwin. No, it's Stephen. It's Stephen. It is. Oh, it is Stephen Baldwin. Oh, yeah. That's and like Steve- this again. I'm off. We're off on a thing. But um, that's like uh, Rob Schneider's daughter. Yeah, uh, uh, Ella- Ellie King. Ellie King. Ellie Ella King. Ellie King. Ella King. Who's she's amazing? So and you're good, just Dana. like you're like wait, your dad is Rob Schneider. <laughs> what? And you're like. You're like your dad's the guy from <laughs> half of my childhood. We actually yeah, like- watched um, Demolition Man, and he's in that, and he's so tiny and skinny and like just little. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot you did like other things before Adam Sandler. Yeah, he's uh, Adam Sandler basically made that guy's career for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> how did we get to the Baldwin Christmas market? Oh, we went. <laughs> I bet you the Baldwins go to a Christmas market. Yo, uh, let's let's. I just I just realized that we went we went Christmas market, then we went Christmas movie, then we went uh-huh. Kurt Russell, then we mm-hmm. went Billy Baldwin, then we went Rob Schneider. <laughs> okay, that, that totally makes sense. That's a total track of a, of a logical argument there. That is that's how I get places sometimes. <laughs> I uh... <laughs> oh. oh man uh yeah dude christmas markets are delightful but this is actually yes. that's exactly what a christmas market is it's just like walking through and being like a reindeer oh god uh carol what? singers homemade wood treats and then they're also like just... what would you like in your hot chocolate and you're like i don't know and they're like Booze. tequila and you're like absolutely you're like and i guess you whatever you're pouring get confused yeah it's just like a an old lady like who gives you a little extra, <laughs> like in a in an elf costume. She's like, "You want a little extra Shotsky?" You're like, "I guess so, Dolores. I would." You're like, like a wait, little... do you work here? Or are you from Santa's workshop? Yeah, I we get in trouble. Like we're leaving. They're like, "Did you get did you get booze from that lady?" And we're like, "Yeah." They're like she doesn't work here. I'm like, "Oh, yeah. damn it again." Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, I haven't been to a Christmas market yet this this year. This we season. Are, this season. Um, yeah. Or last season probably because they were all closed. Um. But I am taking a uh, friend of the pod. Friend she's of the pod. Me. I'm not sure. Uh, Lena, we're going to go this weekend. So very exciting. I assume we will I come know. back with nothing. I'm going for <laughs> slippers. That's what my thing is. I'm hoping it's, it's slippers. Honestly, all it is is like, it's just treats. Like, it's like a little yeah. trinket. It's like, hey, do you want a little like thing for your tree? Or do you want somebody to make you a bowl for $900? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like wooden bowls for nine hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, those um, German uh, drinking vessels. I want to call it like the ones with the lids. Steins, steins. Every time we go, Andy and I are like, "Where can I get a stein?" And then I was like, "Do you think it goes in the dishwasher?" And then that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, just like the buildup. That's every time I like have a shopping cart full of like things at Costco, and then I'm just mm. like, "Do I?" hold on is any of this reasonable and then i just throw it all back um someone was telling me this weekend that they have actually gone into costco and abandoned their uh their cart because they were like i can't this i can't i've done it it." i've 100 percent done it i've gone and i was like you should talk to my friend Brittany. she is she works for costco marketing i am the costco (laughs) i'm the spokesperson for costco i mean was that was that shannon uh (laughs) it could have been shannon actually was that (laughs) Curling, curling I was like, you, I was like, damn it! I thought I had a conversation outside of you or Lena this week, but no, no. never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's, but I had, I definitely have. 
Yeah, like mm. I've definitely like walked away only because I've gotten so frustrated because there's like there's too many people and I've got too much oh, stuff and it's the like, end of the line. That lineup is. I've literally walked out. No. I'll do the same at I- IKEA too. I'll oh, walk right. in yeah. with a purpose and then yeah. like there's just too many screaming kids. I get yeah. lost. I can't find my box. I'm like <laughs> abandoned ship. Yeah, I'm like save your your fucking mental health and move on with life. Yeah. That's, which and, I feel like doesn't happen at Christmas markets because you don't get anything. Although maybe I sometimes do pick up things and then by the end I'm like, no, never mind. I don't want this. Which is actually kind of a fun segue into the psychology. Oh. Uh, you want to know why we... <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating oranges from the mulled wine is what I'm doing. Which is oh, Carla's okay. favorite thing to edit out. I love when people eat on microphone. The sounds are so fun. And that's the foliage. Um, this is a full. This is a mold wine foliage episode. Oh, did you uh, not? Okay, I strained mine, which I now feel like. I, I also didn't strain mine. Put mine in a, um, a police box. My teacup is uh, from Doctor Who. Because <laughs> I was like, I need something to keep it warm. Yeah, I put mine in a teacup, but I left mine. I mean, we're really jumping. But you left the here, assortments. But... That's probably a good idea. Then it keeps the yeah, flavor, keeps the flavor going. Yeah. Yeah, and then I like to eat the oranges. Because yeah. it's like it's like a yucca fluck of wine. <laughs> a what? <laughs> yucca fluck. You don't know what yucca fluck is? No. What is that oh. word? Carla learns a new word. We haven't Carla. done that in a while. Oh god, yeah. That's a <laughs> both of us have learned so many more words. We don't need that anymore. <laughs> Dude, we're so smart now. It very, it very rarely mm-hmm. happens. Okay, uh, episode eighty-two or whatever we're at. <laughs> Episode 379, Carla <laughs> learns a new word. Yeah. Uh, yucca fluck. Um, yes. It is when you empty out a watermelon mm-hmm. and then add the fruit back in and then pour the booze in there. Oh, I didn't know it had a name. I just thought it was a drunken watermelon. No, it's called a yucca fluck. Oh, but I mean, funny. that might just be like a Canadian. like. A hey, that's an episode drink. Uh, oh, yeah. How? <laughs> Have we not got drunk off of just an actual watermelon? If, if only there was a podcast for pairing alcohol with things <laughs> that we could put that into. Tell um, us what we should pair the yucca flock. Is that, am I saying that right? Yucca flock? Yeah, yucca, yucca uh, flock, yeah. With, or as the rest of the people know, drunken watermelon. Yeah. Usually camping, but we already did a camping episode. Yeah, we could do it with a million things. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like? This to is either going to be a real, like, well edited down episode or uh, lots of tangents. Dude, I like it. I like the tangents. They're fun. It's They're, uh, like you said. It's like a Christmas market. There's just a lot of weird stuff there. So many things. You're, we're all so over made the place. out of. So made into fruit. That's another thing that's always at the Christmas market. I've yeah, seen. it's like why do I need strawberry soap? My grandmother. <laughs> like, I don't know used... if it's made. It's not made with strawberries. It just looks like a strawberry, and I'm like, well, this is confusing. My grandmother always used to have like um this like empty vase full of uh like co- like fancy soaps. Oh yeah. And then yeah. I'd be like, can I use one of those? And she'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they're for. That, those are just those are sitting there soaps. And I was like, oh, <laughs> they're not those washing your body soaps. soaps? Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought they were washing your body soaps. She was like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> she was like, also, I'll have you know, it's I'll almost impossible to wash your whole body in an inch full of water which you will be receiving um <laughs> and like that old what was the old soap they used to do maybe it was dial but it was like yeah. yellow there's like a yellow soap oh. i remember i'll get not all my grandma's house i was like they're giving these things out for free to yeah <laughs> at my point i'm like old ladies dial was made for only drying out your skin it was it was actually to remove moisture from your skin while you had a bath in an inch of water um so that the water couldn't possibly rehydrate it um (laughs) i remember telling my god bless her my grandmother uh has long since passed but my my dad i remember telling him like she only lets us have like a little bit of water and he's like yeah she's from the old country man like she's from the farm she doesn't like she doesn't want you know if you had too much water you'd be wasting yeah, and I mean, you're like, lucky you didn't get the dishes in there too. I know. She, he was like, I was like, but Dad, her house is in Fairview. <laughs> just like lived in Calgary. Yeah, and he'd be like, yeah, well, she doesn't know when the next water shortage is going to be, so <laughs> shut your mouth and be respectful. And yeah. I was like, you yeah. got her. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I live for those strawberry soaps, <laughs> is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so the. <laughs> 
uh, the Christmas Sorry, party. Psychology. Did... Sorry. Oh God. This I. It's like we're doing the the psychology <laughs> inadvertently. Like we're just yeah. like <laughs> the chaos is overwhelming. Laying um, in front of a carousel, crying because just being like, take me to, <laughs> take me to Santa. <laughs> um, there's some pretty cool stuff about. Uh, I kind of looked into the psychology a little bit more about open air markets specifically, okay. just like why we like it so much. Um, yeah. One of the things is the um, improved visibility. You can see everything. Right. Yeah. For a Christmas market, you kind of like you you stand and you can be, you're like, oh, bonfires over there. Drinks are over there. Um, this is over here. You can see everything you want. Yeah. It's much more. At- I guess that's what aids in the atmospheric nature. Yeah. Like it, it entices you and it, it doesn't overwhelm you. Like as much yeah. as we've been joking about like being like, whoa, there's <laughs> so much stuff. It yeah. actually doesn't. That's why you can stay at a Christmas market for like seven hours. Yeah, because you're they're kind of I'm sure they ask your shopping psychologist, whatever those people were called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably like a way that they set it up that because you're still kind of going down I don't know if we have to explain it to what Christmas market is, but maybe some people, but they're all those kind of wooden stalls, you know, very Christmassy looking. Yeah. And they're all kind of lined up in different things. But yeah, you have like a stand with music going, like a band or something. And so there's still just kind so of much itemized, but there's lots of things to see. You can see everything. And you're honestly just like, you can, you, you're like, oh, and you can kind of plot your course. So it's like, that's yeah. okay. I can, I can see what I want to go to and this is exciting and you're excited to like go to different places because you can see it all and you're not, you can be outside at all times so it's not that like in overwhelming like, you know, like uh, you're not suffocated by like too many people. You're just like, yeah. oh, you can kind of roam at your, roam at ease. There's not like any pressure to get in and out of something. Yeah, it is a, a lot, lot of, different like, than like going to a mall. It is because you're not like, they're not like, what are you buying? They're just like, it's also another thing too, is it's most of it. It's kind of, it it like takes on the vibe of a farmer's market where it's all totally really locally sourced. And like a lot of people are selling like little things that they've made all year long. And it's all, it's all for the local, you know, uh, climate anyways. Yeah. So, which is really good right now. Yeah, super sustainable. That's you won't be getting anything. So especially if you're anywhere in Canada this year, uh, no trains. (laughs) Our port has been separated from us forever, so (laughs) we we will get getting no goods apparently. Um, but there's yeah, it's very sustainable. Like it's Mm -hmm. all very like it's just like localized little like artists and stuff making making reindeer stuff you don't need, making popsicles that your kids could make. (laughs) honestly yeah Yeah. (laughs) some of the stuff is pretty cool but how many christmas decorations are things that you actually need yeah you don't need them but it's also just like i i know a lot of like i have a lot of girlfriends that have kids and stuff and like to go to the the christmas market to get their kids um like first decorations ornaments ornaments and that kind of stuff it's and it all falls into it's a tradition as well Mm-hmm. so uh you're gonna talk about this a little later so i don't want to step on it too much but it, it mm. it's like a pretty old tradition yeah and i don't think i really knew about it until i moved to the uk yeah because i don't know like we have one in calgary that is sort of well known but i never went to it i think i i think i worked it uh as a, as <laughs> yeah. a dancer oh right because <laughs> it's not as a sexy dancer, they don't have. Sexy dancing. <laughs> yeah, they have a. And I don't think section. anyone would have asked me to be sexy dancing. Um, but yeah, like as a Carla. kid, I would have. <laughs> um, yeah, like yeah, so I would have been there for for dancing or whatever. But um, yeah, it wasn't until I went to London that they have them on the the banks of the Thames, and it's oh, it's just. Well, and I've been. There's I've something been... about it. I've been told by my sister-in-law who was born and raised in uh, Germany that it's right. like, honestly, like, I feel bad. We actually probably should have had her on this episode because she <laughs> loves Christmas markets and just, like, talks about them all the time and just how Aww. it's so much different in Germany. And, like, it really is just, like, they're everywhere. And that's, like, the whole season is just, like, Christmas market season. Yeah. So, like, all of December is just, like, it honestly looks like Christmas just, like, pooped its pants in Germany. Because Germany, <laughs> for some reason, we didn't know this, but Germans yeah. invented being happy at Christmas. I know. Which, really, like, I all would of our never stuff come. comes from there. 
everything. Like yeah. all our Christmas traditions are from the Germans, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, they basically invented Christmas. I mean, uh, they are they were then brought over by we haven't mentioned her in a while. Oh Our best friend. God. Queen yeah. Queen. So actually it's like a, but she was German and her husband was very German. Um, right. So that's where we get a lot of that's I guess where it caught on further west was right. of old Queen Vic. Yeah, and it's like so she also like the food there too. Like oh. so this is like in Canada, like I I or not not all of Canada, but like specifically <laughs> Calgary. The food is not the most dynamite thing. There's like certainly a few little places you can get some stuff at. But yeah. from what I understand in Germany, that's like one of the biggest, like the bread and the treats right. and the desserts and the like, like the way my sister-in-law describes it is just like absolutely, um, it's just the coolest thing. Yeah. It's like the most delicious stuff you've ever had. And she's like, she brings us chocolate and stuff sometimes. And she's correct. It is way better. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh. so good. Yeah. Well, German so. food's quite, I, I like it. It's definitely very different. Um, but I really like it. I mean, it's quite heavy. It's hefty. hefty it's a, it? Yeah. To get back to work so you can perfect your profession. <laughs> get back on that carousel, work. elf. Yeah. You gotta go yeah. to work. Santa is not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just. I apologize in ahead of time. We're going to do bad German accents, and we understand There's that's the only bad, ones left we can make fun of. It so, is, yeah, that is, yeah, we can, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, they definitely like the German markets are, are are definitely. I'll let you get into that, but it ours are nothing compared to that. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's cool. And the food isn't nearly as good, but they're they're certainly we're we're mimicking it. And I know Toronto has some really cool Christmas markets, right. and I would imagine that uh, Montreal and um, sort of the eastern provinces uh, would have some maybe oh, yeah. a little bit cooler. It's a little bit more ingrained in their tradition. But uh, when I wonder, yeah, and it'll probably have more different local things. Like I, I believe, and I'm sure I saw this summer. You know, it, it totally depends on what city you're in, what the food would be as the tradition at the market or whatever yeah uh, the vancouver one is those spinny uh chips that you get you know the ones on the stick nope oh yeah oh, the, uh, like spinny like the potato it's like a potato but then it like oh. has spun out over a stick and then it's like chips but on a stick oh <laughs> They're at the stampede I'm, too. They're, they're, it's, it's just carnival food. It's not anything. Oh, it's like oh, I know what you mean. Like when they spiral a potato on yeah. a stick. Yeah, spiral potatoes or. <laughs> this That's episode, here. man, we apologize. <laughs> too much mulled wine. Too much mulled wine. Well, maybe you cloves, can give us a little... really. It's it's all cloves. It's nothing to do with the alcohol with in the, alcohol. the wine. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you can uh, give us a little history. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm going to talk about German Christmas markets. That's what I'm going to focus on because that's kind of where they started. Like you said, uh, the medieval precursor was likely, I'm going to so screw this up. I'm so sorry. I meant to go and look up all of the words, but then I got distracted with my mold wine. So, <laughs> um, so the med medieval precursor was likely in Vienna and it was called December, December Mart, December Market. Okay, got uh, it, got it, got it. <laughs> dating back to around 1296. Um, I've also seen 1298, and I've also seen it called Crippen Market. Um, and it it was essentially just an extra market day in December for people to sort of stock up on supplies for the rest of their time when they were living in the cold in the middle of Europe. Yeah. Uh, it's also during Advent, so I had to look up Advent because I was like, the calendars? <laughs> you get chocolate from? Or in adult firm, you get alcohol out of them? Uh, well, I went to Christian schools or Catholic yeah. schools, so I, I know what Advent is. But Okay, what is it? Advent is the Sorry. days... <laughs> Now I'm just like <laughs> we celebrated Advent. It's like the it's like the days before Christmas. It's the yeah. Like, it's, you're supposed to like what are you giving up for Advent? It's like essentially well, it's like Lent. You, oh, that's Lent. <laughs> no. Oh God, you're the worst. I'm Catholic. the worst Catholic. I yeah. love it. I love it. 
not only mostly because I don't believe in God. Right. Yes. So <laughs> but that's that fair. makes me the worst Catholic. But <laughs> yeah, that one you're that one you're really yeah, taking it out. But of. also my knowledge is fading. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's basically the preparation period for the celebration of the birth of Christ. But what I didn't know is it's also preparation for the second coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just thought Jesus would show up whenever he wanted. Um, but I, I guess it makes sense that they think he'll come on the same day. That he I mean, <laughs> yeah. It- as much as anything else does make sense it certainly does line <laughs> it lines up with the there's, the beliefs of the former there's some the logic yeah. in there yeah uh yep. <clears throat> emperor mm, albrecht uh the first okay. granted shopkeepers the right to hold the market for one or two days in the winter for supplies like it's so crazy to think that market day was like a big thing back in the day because like not because it was like, yay, it's a fun thing. You're like, because I have to go get the food supplies or we'll starve right. for the rest of the period. Season, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so winter marked. I'm just throwing in anywhere. I don't know if that needs it. Okay. Um, they began to pop up all over Europe. The earliest Christmas market was maybe in Germany in 1310 in Munich. But then there's also... Uh, Dresden, Z- Dresden's streets market dated uh, 1434. Um, there was also another one in 1384 called Christ Christ Ca- Christ Kind Market. Christ Kind Market. I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it, but that's how it's spelled: Christ okay. Kind, and then an L, and then Kind of Market. Um. And these all started selling just meat because that's what you needed to sell at the market. But then it would expand to uh, everyday purchases, seasonal treats, decor, and then they brought in some dancing and singing. Oh, a couple of, yeah, yeah festive. Yeah. So, child kind. Okay. Probably not how you pronounce it. I'm so sorry. Child kind. That's spelled. Child kind. If we just um, yell it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. If I can't pronounce anything, I'll just yell it today. Um, so actually, before the your yeah, your official religion, by the way, here we're getting into Lutheranism. Ooh. Yeah, Mr. Luther. Uh, before the Protestant changes came in in the 16th century, before 1530, gifts were actually given on December 6th to Saint for Saint Day for Saint Nicholas, or they were given on Saint Martin's Day on November 11th. Right. Yeah, because back cool. in the day, you used to celebrate every saint's day, and there was like 7 billion of them. Um, Too bad we still don't get it all off of work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think back then, I was like, damn, Catholics never had to work. <laughs> they were always just like, I'm praying. Yeah. This Ooh. is my saint day. They're like, it's St. Marcus's? They're all guessing. <laughs> yeah. Bob? Bob the... Yep. Bob, Bob the Drag the Queen? Bob of great. <laughs> well, I love Bob the Drag Queen. Um, we do. <laughs> anyways, uh, this became then more popular uh, after the six, in the 16th century when Martin Luther, who was the German Protestant reformer who kicked off this whole Protestant Reformation. Yes. Uh, and he suggested that the birth of Christ was a more of an appropriate day to give gifts than just on other saints days yeah like he, he also wanted to focus the the like sh- or shift the focus away from like the saints being so important and focus it more on little baby jesus also why you should take religion seriously because every once in a while people are just like <laughs> what do you guys figure about this huh yeah <laughs> like I, uh we're just changing the rules yeah 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 change them yeah don't yeah fine anymore um, if anybody, I've recommended this a million times, uh, Roman Emperors, Roman Totalis Rankium, Roman Emperors, uh, they go through all this stuff. <laughs> just like every other like episode, they're like, nope, now we're changing. And I was like, oh, I thought we only changed like Christianity in like the 16th century. And it was like, no, this is like right from it started. <laughs> I know. Like, uh, how, about, how about this now? Yeah. Well, people would just ask questions like if God impregnated Mary... And she had Jesus. Did God 
was Jesus fucking his mom. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah, I people are just like, I got some questions because I've been watching some different kind of pornography that involves. <laughs> they're not related. <laughs> they are. They are. They are step siblings. But when I, <laughs> I just don't want to feel bad about masturbating anymore. So yeah, yep, you yep. know, you, I I understand why those questions arose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. Uh... Uh, instead of, um, instead they would have the Christ child or the Christ kind mm-hmm. or kind. He would give presents to children on December 24th. Oh, Christ kind. Yeah. That was weirdly. Uh, that was Russian. That was good. That was Russian. That was almost Russian. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's why a lot of the markets started calling themselves these Christ Kindle markets. Let's go with that. Okay. Christ sure, Kindle sure. market. I move my head with it. I feel so good. Okay. Um, and they saw Christ kind as a uh, Christ kind. I think it's kind. Not ch- okay. Anyways, um, as a beautiful angel um, with wings uh, and a crown on her gold hair, and she would often be overseeing the market. So I don't. I've never looked for this, but maybe the next time you go into a specifically more of a German Christmas market, look for like a weird angel which would be the same as looks like a normal angel i don't know what the difference is between our normal christmas angel and i guess it's the same thing oh yeah i guess it's kind of the same thing um in some of the back back in the day on opening nights they would have like a little uh, local boy you know act as the boy jesus and be welcomed by the crowd um and sometimes or they would do this christ kind and so there's kind of i'm kind of confused as to whether that's jesus or an angel and i think maybe oh, back man, then they so were also up. not sure don't yeah. do, don't do yourself the disservice of trying like, to figure it out i've tried to figure this out but i think that they didn't know <laughs> uh also they would bring a christmas tree christ kind to your house oh mm-hmm. so that's neat uh they would hold these markets generally now here's the marketing uh, usually they were held near churches in order to catch the eyes of those coming out of the church. <laughs> they were the early Scientologists. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and in 19, or in, sorry, 1616, a Nuremberg priest complained that no one was coming to afternoon service on Christmas Eve as they were out shopping. <laughs> so that's right, people. We've been we've commercialized been tra- forever. It's yeah, we've a- been... <laughs> It wasn't. It, it's not new. They're just nothing figuring out new. new ways. No, nothing is yeah. new. If you've learned one thing from this podcast, it's nothing is new. <laughs> uh, a list uh, in from Nuremberg in 1787 states that they had 140 persons that were entitled to offer goods for sale. So that was basically most of the uh, craftsmen in Nuremberg. So it really was like everybody was involved. And I mean, right. I guess that makes sense because that would be your one time. To really sell up well, all your wares. Yeah, sell and, your stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you go to Christmas markets today, like, that's exactly what, you know, I was kind of saying before. is like, mm-hmm. it's all local artists and everything. And they all make stuff for that, like, for the market because it's going to be their big haul. Like, yeah. the big, the time they sell the most. Right. Um, sadly, uh, <laughs> in the 20th century... <laughs> sorry no i like the and then it was just like a deep breath and then just like <gasps> sadly sadly the christmas market became less important in the 20th century early 20th century okay do you know what godwin's law is no okay i'm gonna get to that in a second <laughs> so anyways i was reading this and i was like no that's sad and then it said in the 1930s it was revived and i was like yay christmas Woo! market's coming back I wonder why. Uh, because the nationalist socialists saw it as a great way to encourage the treasure tre- treasure chest of the German Reich. That's right. The Nazis brought it back. <laughs> so uh, Goodwin's Law mm-hmm. is a, uh, a thing that was created by, I think his name is Goodwin, uh, which is as a... As an online discussion continues, the probability of 
a reference or a comparison to Hitler or Nazis approaches one. So it's basically like anytime you're talking about anything on the internet, eventually you'll end up with the Nazis. And I often find when I'm doing research, it always comes back to the damn Nazis. So, um, Christmas well, markets, Nazis. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Um, I know. That's like the that's like the uh, uh, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like we're all three uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Is that what it's called? Uh, seven degrees. Yeah, seven degrees. Seven degrees, degrees of, Kevin, of Bacon. Kevin Bacon. It's like one degree of the Nazis. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so sad. I know. Um, but kind of funny, and not kind of funny. I'll let you guys decide. <laughs> you out there. Um, so during World War II, let's be honest, no one was, was doing anything with the Christmas markets. Um, but before this, the Nazis tried to transform Germany's Christmas traditions into more Nazi ones. And like you said, there's a shit ton of Christmas traditions, including advent calendars, Christmas trees, markets, all that stuff comes from Germany. So it was part of their heritage. And then the Nazis come in and they're like, but we want it to be more Nazi. And so they, and I didn't know this, Hitler apparently had tried to make a national church. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know either, and, and apparently failed. So the man just, a lot of failures in his life, I have to say. Uh, and some successes that aren't great. So, um, but anyway, so he tried to, because uh, it was quite a nation of Christians, he tried to redefine these religious celebrations. Ugh. Problematic in this, though, is that many of the people were Christian. Also, Jesus was a Jew, so that's he didn't like Jewish people. Yeah, that's problematic for him. Yeah, so that's so. Here's some of the ways that they tried to um, um, make it more Nazi. They would okay. insert Nazi party officials into nativity scenes. They're like, everyone's legs need to be straight. <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, Why? The, the, no. uh, they also tried to move the celebration closer to the winter solstice because that was in line with like German paganism, which is like kind of tied to their weird fake like ancestry purity bullshit thing um that didn't work they also tried to make saint nicholas into wotan an ancient germanic deity who also may have been odin again this is the whole <laughs> real question like confusing episode that we're doing here yeah um so yeah none of those things worked so it's quite interesting to see how much more of the nazis had a lot of effect on on, on different aspects of their lives but this they were like no, no, um, we don't need Hitler being in here as the baby Jesus. Like, that's not in the nativity right. scene. He's, you know, he's... Yeah. No, thank you. Else. No, thank you. He can be the lamb. He can um, put him in the garbage. How about the garbage? Yeah, that, that garbage is a great place for him. I mean, we've all seen Love, actually, and we all know that there was also a uh, octopus, I believe, at the... <laughs> at the, yeah, at the nativity at scene. At the birth of Christ. Um, but no, not no, no Hitler and no Nazi party officials were there. So, um, and yeah, and then during the war, obviously people were a little bit more, more um, focused on what was happening with the dire situation. And here's a good German joke for you: for what should you should get people for Christmas? Think what? practically. Give coffins. <laughs> <laughs> German humor. So, oh, they're so a thing. Um, in 1948, they reestablished uh, the Nuremberg um, Christmas market back in the old town, which had actually previously been completely destroyed. So, so it's back. And thankfully, like what I was worried was that they were going to be like, and this tradition that we follow is the Nazi one. And I was like, no, but no, they resisted. Oh, good. That's great. So, yeah. so that's my little history on uh on the market, <laughs> unfortunately. German markets and Nazis. <laughs> Godwin's um, law, guys. I kind of hate knowing that, that we're one degree away all the time. That that's saddens me, but... I think it's just, it was a big historical event. And also, duh, we're steering Germany. And I don't know why that, like, it took me two seconds to be like, huh? Right. Oh, yeah. Nazis were in Germany. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. 
That's right. Kind of a big part of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true. It is yeah. there. I yeah. I mean, actually, probably a small, like in terms of time, mm-hmm. kind of a small measure of their history. Totally not. Re- yeah, like it really wasn't very long. Like it was honestly like thirty years, fifteen years, maybe. Yeah, thirteen yeah. years. Like really not that long. And it's just like the most significant thing we know about Germans, but. Um, yeah very rich culture goes back a lot of very. years and, and you can thank your christmas tree guys yeah so, hey maybe try to be a little more understanding sometimes yeah of the germans uh which is great mm-hmm. germany we love you hitler we, we do not do. christmas we love you yeah. um christmas markets i mean i suppose don't say they had never give you nothing um <laughs> uh what do they give you to drink Brittany? Carla, mold mm-hmm. wine. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, oh God! So here's the thing: I've never had mold wine before. I'm shocked that we have never uh, paired it with. Wait, anything. You've never had mold wine before? No, dude. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. No, I just was like, all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, hey, I know a thing that they make at Christmas markets. Yeah, mold wine. Um, to be fair, I think like it's um. Again, it's like a British thing. We have a lot of it, like at uh, um, a Robbie. Nope, not Robbie Burns Day. What's the other one? The one that tried to blow up Parliament. Guy Fox Day. <laughs> okay. You kind of start like it's a big thing in the pub. They always have like a big, oh, like a big vat of it. Vat of it. So um, that's I think when I started drinking it. Um, and then, well, yeah, I'll go you, that it actually goes back further than that, Carla. If you can believe. Oh, before before me. Before you, in, oh my God, uh, Guy Fox Day, uh, mold <laughs> wine originated in the second century. Oh, that, well, this might be our. Well, no, I think wine probably no, uh, is the oldest, but actually, but of a cocktail like nature. Also, kombucha, I think, was like one of the oldest ones we've ever done too. Oh, right, uh, <laughs> which you hate, I know, but yeah, for, I'm like that one doesn't count. I don't like it. You're like, hate it. Um, (laughs) uh, But mold wine originated in the second century. It was created by the Romans who would heat up their wine uh, to defend their bodies against the cold winter. So it's another one of these things where we're like, oh, I'm so sick. Do you have any booze? Uh, (laughs) I'll put herbs in it. Then it'll be better. It'll be more. I uh... hope you have gin. I'm so sick. (laughs) <laughs> which just seems to be the case of olden yeah. times which i sort uh-huh. of appreciate about them so as the romans conquered much of europe through the next century their love for mold wine would spread across the empire um and with the different regions they traded with so a populator uh popularity continued to grow throughout the middle ages europeans would heat uh would mix heated wine with spices because they would, they believed it promoted health and avoided sickness again. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh god, have you tried heating it up? That always makes me feel better. Uh, they would Here's use oranges. Her- orange slices are good. That's true. Vitamin C, vitamin, yeah. vitamin. I don't think they had oranges back then, but yeah. maybe <laughs> vitamin A. Uh, mm-hmm. That's alcohol. <laughs> they, uh, they'd also use herbs <laughs> and flowers as natural sweeteners to make. Uh, unplantable or unpalatable wines taste a lot nicer uh yes so they were just like hey toss some cloves in there baby (laughs) Uh, maybe that'll make it taste better uh over the time the craze for mulled wine faded across most of europe except sweden where its popularity increased um yeah well it's cold there it's still cold still cold Uh, there still even just like back in the roman times so uh, the claret was ren wine, sugar, honey, and spices, and luto drank various spices, wine, and milk were just two Ooh. of the various uh, the variations that the Swedish monarchy made famous in the coming centuries. Huh. Uh, yeah, that's not something I knew. Uh, as no, more, I've never had uh, it with milk. I don't. No, think I, milk. I would never put milk in my wine. Um, is. Uh, <laughs> is a thing i say before i do anything um (laughs) uh, sure i'd rob a bank but i'd never put milk in my wine 
<laughs> I like it. I think that should be a new Yeah, it's thing. just like an alternative. I might have cut off my own foot, but I've never put milk in my wine. Um, <laughs> you really could mix it with anything. Yeah. Um, as more alternatives developed over time, recipe books started using the collective name Glug, which is G-L-O with the U-Lot over top, G-G. Uh, and it was mentioned first in 1609. Ooh. The next big adaptation took place in eight, the 1800s when, um, my apologies, Konganas Glug became popular as well. The turning point came in the 1890s. Holy Diana, we're talking two centuries later. Uh, yeah. When Glug became associated with Christmas, every wine yes. merchant across the country had their very own recipe to share. Over time, these unique bottles, uh, most depicting Santa Claus, were distributed um, throughout the rest of Europe, uprooting the long-forgotten mulled wine in the fest in the new festive light. Interesting. So it right. like it was it's like the earliest branding. <laughs> like they so were it was like, like a it was like a drink pre-made, I guess. Is that yeah, but also just like they weren't they put all they did was put Santa Claus in it. So it was literally oh, like right. the exact same as like uh, uh, Coke putting is it Pepsi or Coke that put Santa Claus Coke on there? Put Santa, Coke, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, yeah. Hey. I said they're like, oh, Coca Cola, Christmas, like that's what they were trying to do. Like, essentially, right. these people were just like, hey, mulled wine, but with Santa yeah. now. <laughs> they're like, look, we will, we will hijack Christmas, but yeah. we never put milk in our wine. No, um, no. Uh, uh, over the next several funny. decades, <laughs> sorry. That's uh, funny. It's funny that like it is a hundred percent. I only would have it at Christmas time. But it doesn't make sense as to why you can't have it in February. Zero sense. You're like, you but can... marketing. Marketing. Early. Early marketing. Yeah. So over the next several def- decades, mold wine had become a global phenomenon, with countries all over the world creating their own unique blends. Variations now include everything from red and white wines to sangria blends, with vermouth to port, each country's method slightly different from the next. Mm. To this day, mold wine continues to be a like be a mostly Christmas tradition, alongside its sister drink, mulled cider. Ooh, we gonna make. I don't think I've cider. had mulled cider. No, I don't think I have. Well, I certainly haven't. Um. So, anyways, so there. Then they put together just a quick recipe, and they give like a, a bunch of different ones. But we'll share uh, the one that we made for you guys uh, tonight. Yes, which was. Uh, hilariously so actually i had not made it and then carla was like i'm like i just poured my glass of glass of wine she's like you really gotta try it and i was like "Ugh, okay and i had everything somehow had had specifically had to go to the grocery store today to get everything for it i weirdly i mean besides the wine obviously i had one all i all i did not have was cloves (laughs) so um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so in this particular version what so i you here's what i used i used mm-hmm. wine a red yeah. wine a merlot and then i put in um orange slices cinnamon sticks and then i used grand marnier um right. which is like an what, orangey that's the yeah it's sort of orangey yeah. orangey liqueur um uh what did what did and then i i i omitted cloves because i didn't have cloves so what did you put in your right. So I did the I did brandy with the wine. I think I did a Pinot Noir. Mm. Um, really good if you have a wine that you're like, I don't like this. I don't want to drink it. Just pour it in a in a saucepan, really, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> throw all this other crap in it. it tastes a lot better. Um, so yeah, I had oranges, whole cloves, um, mm. some cinnamon sticks, and I put mine on for about half an hour. With the lid on, but you have to be really, really careful that you do not let it boil. Otherwise, it will not have any alcohol in it, right. which I think we've proven by now. Even we, though mine did kind of start to boil, it <laughs> saved some of the alcohol. It saved some was saved. <laughs> some was uh, saved. <laughs> and then I strained mine into my um, Doctor Who police box teacup. Tea, tea, tea thing. Use whatever sci-fi uh, themed teapot you have in your home surely yeah uh, I mean, you didn't you strain a... it you're drinking i mean i guess it's right like i think they just don't want you to drink cloves oh right don't, yeah don't uh, cloves. i left i left the cinnamon stick in mine and then the oranges because i was like yeah. 
I can only imagine that would taste good. Yeah. Uh, if it also, if it continued to sort of steep in there, because mm-hmm. I did mine quick, and I honestly, like, they say you can leave it up to three hours, just sort of simmering. Yeah. I think you which, can leave it for quite a while. Um, also, just in, like, you can do, I was going to do, like, a long time before I figured out mine was boiling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I guess would get more of the flavors in. Um, but be- apparently, because you have these spices and herbs or whatever it can last for quite a while right which is i'm assuming another reason that they did this yeah they could, the like a preservative almost mm-hmm. well so um yeah i i liked mine like this because i ate the oranges <laughs> they yeah. were in there which i mentioned <laughs> earlier in the podcast as a sort of yeah. spoiler but uh yeah they and they do i'm like looking at the recipe it says to strain it but i don't know yeah I think that's only if you put in the, like, the cloves are really small, and so. Yeah, you don't want to drink. And also, cloves are really strong, too. They're really strong. Like, if you've got a clove in your mouth, you'd be displeased. It's not, it's not like a garlic clove. Like, it's not big like that. No. Not that you should be eating an entire clove either of garlic, but. Or do. Do whatever you want. I I, I'm happy with them. (laughs) I love, I could eat an entire clove of garlic. Totally. Anytime anyone's like, oh, I ate too much garlic, I'm like, not a thing. Not, Not a thing. A Dude, thing. roasted garlic? I could literally oh. eat like 74 bulbs of roasted garlic. <laughs> um, which is how I know I'm not a vampire. Um, <laughs> Good test. Good test. <laughs> which is something I've always been concerned about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm obsessed with this. Like, I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to bring this to my family because it's I, just... I can't believe you didn't have it. Um, One really good idea I saw was to stick it in a slow cooker. Great idea. So if you're having a big party, uh, you're never going to boil in a slow cooker. No. Well, sometimes my slow cooker boils my beans. Okay, but I think that's low. probably if you put it on hot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put it on the hot section. Right. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, <sighs> cooking. Uh, cooking 101 with Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that would be really good because then you can leave it for like an entire party and people can just go and serve themselves. And I mean... If and when we ever go back to communal bowl, yeah, punch bowl dipping. I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. right now, and I like I. <laughs> yeah, this was very funny. Like we, uh, Car- Carl and I, belonged to a curling team that we just finished our last mm-hmm. game, and and then was that seven like, out of eighth place? By the way, guys, uh, that's seven right. It ain't bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, your brother reminded me that we're still not allowed more than one other person in our house like you're allowed like one yep. other family and i was yeah. like oh is that still a thing because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm like a stand-up comedian so all i do is perform for millions uh yeah it, there's it's fine if people. you want to put 75 families in a pub um, yeah yeah you can put them all in there have. honestly i literally am in contact with 100 new people a week so, <laughs> so i'm just like when they're like as soon as that that like I want a ninth vaccine. I do not care. I'm like yeah. injected it straight into my fucking veins. Why can't we just all carry the app and then that you can scan and then if you're un- if you're not sure if you yeah should be in the room with someone, scan them. If they come up okay, then if they don't scan, then 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 you can't have it. Yeah, get away. Yeah. Also, get you away. would know mostly, but um, I can but- imagine like the thing of like things of like yeah you shouldn't dip all your drinks in the same thing i'm just like oh yeah i already forgot we weren't covid for long enough so now i'm already <laughs> gone back <laughs> i know there's some things that i'm like i won't go back like one thing that really bothers me that i think about now and it bothered me at the time is those escape rooms oh you know like where you have to go and like it's very tactile so you get locked in a room with like eight other people yeah and you have to try to escape but there's like a lot of touching of things Oh, yeah. I never enjoyed it because I just was like, I have uh, an imagination, so I can yeah. just make up things on my own. That's, I, I was like in a corner being like, this is like a good story. If this thing and this thing, they're like, figure out how to get a key. I'm like, no, I think that the key is symbolic <laughs> of a metaphor of the, all the pain that we... <laughs> so, yeah. I'm also That was also with my brother, so I don't think I'm allowed to go to escape rooms anymore. But also, I just found that kind of thing really... That's more my germaphobe thing, whereas I'm definitely happy to share a drink. Double dipping is a little bit of a... Yeah, I don't love double dipping. Like, great. there's some still... There's that's stuff rude. where I'm still like, all right, man, like, 
you didn't order an individual dip. So just take yeah. as much as you believe belongs on that chip. Exactly. And you go you that's that's you from there. Let that's I mean you fault. can even if you're gonna double dip, then turn the chip. Or the how about exposed. this? Put dip on your mm-hmm. plate. That's not that okay. hard. Yeah, take a there's a spoon there, yeah. put the dip on your yeah. plate and fucking quadruple dip dip. Hey, here's an idea. Put the dip on your plate mm. and then lick the dip and do whatever you want with it. <laughs> oh. Except if it's nachos, I'm happy to double dip. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I don't really, I don't think COVID has taught us anything. So just don't really. cook the escape room uh, <laughs> when you already didn't, maybe you, you really shouldn't be there anyways. Listen, in the first I'll place. triple dip, but I'll tell you one thing I'll never do. <laughs> Put milk uh-huh. in my wine. Okay. <laughs> Good. Do you um, have any fun uh, little t- uh, fun little facts? I have a little bit. Okay. I I was clearly on the same website as you for um for I don't know if there's so. that many. Uh, there's probably only four websites. <laughs> no. So, uh one of the ones that I saw them calling it is Glue Wine. Glue yeah. Wine? Sure. Uh, which is like you said G L U with the what are they called? The omelets. Um- omelets. H W E I N, and apparently it roughly translates to glow wine. Oh, which I like because it would have been originally. Oh, which it does feel. It's very like I don't know. It's heady. It's nice. It does give you a really nice warm feeling for sure. It does, Um, but it was because of the hot irons that they would use to that they would use to heat the wine before, Um, which I forget that that's a thing that you can do. (laughs) Like heat metal things and then stick it in stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I often thought of that because I like had really... Romans. Use yeah. your microwave. Yeah, we're like, ugh. Have you guys ever thought ugh. of putting that in the old zapper? Am I right? <laughs> um, back to uh, oh, and other things that are served at uh, Christmas markets is <laughs> an air punch. Which is E I E R P U N S C H, which is an egg based warm alcoholic drink, which I assume is like an eggnog thing, but with a fancier name. Right. Uh, and I saw German, these German Christmas markets are held in the UK, US, and Canada. So I don't, I mean, I guess maybe you don't have them in like Australia. Oh, yeah, maybe not. So I don't know, but. Um, and sorry, that's outside of Europe, <laughs> which I was like, the UK is not outside of Europe. And then I was like, oh, wait, they made that decision. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. That's a current Never choice. Mind. That is correct. I was correct. Um, uh, so yeah, so quite common in the Western white world, but I think I did see one, uh, in Japan. So I think they kind of get, get around. Um, round, round, get around, they get around. <laughs> Uh-huh. As the uh, as the uh, uh, wise as the, Brian uh... Wilson once said. <laughs> I don't know why, but that song always reminds me of Look Who's Talking. I think it's like the first song in Is it? Look Who's Talking. Yeah, I, I recently got a friend onto the Beach Boys and uh he's just obsessed and I'm so excited. Uh if this Aww. if this You have uh, one person in your little weird in my little weird beach cult boys that I started there's yeah, lots of us. Good. Um <laughs> <laughs> Brian Wilson was a genius. Um, okay. Uh, I do. I love, I lo- the first song I ever played on guitar was the Brian Wilson song was it? by the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, by the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In mm-hmm. my room. Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, you guys, um, whether or not uh, you've had fun tonight is not important. <laughs> What's important is that we I, drank, I drank hot wine and I had a yes. lot to say about it. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, Brittany, we'll have to be doing hot wine for the entire month of December for you to make up for. Your... Yeah, I think I feel I'm like gonna. you missed. Yeah, I feel like you missed it. I actually have a pal coming back mm. from the UK, um, and he's going to be staying at my house. So, and I was going to have a little Christmas cake oh. for him. So, I can't wait to like this is going to be added on the list. I'm, I That's can't wait perfect. to put it. He'll be thrilled. So, yeah. Um. All right, you guys. Well, we're so thrilled that you listened to us. Uh, it's Christmas season. Uh, Yay! And we're probably going to be doing a lot of Christmas episodes. Um, we only have a couple in mind so far. So, if you have any suggestions yeah. or something you're really uh 
passionate about uh, around the Christmas time, let us know and we'll uh, we'll toss her in the old ranks. Uh, and spoiler, we are going to be doing another episode on our favorite Christmas movie, Ooh. which we won't tell you what it is, with guests. No! That's a hint. That's one hint. <laughs> I know. No, not everybody will know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh thank you for listening uh as always uh thank you to our patrons who uh continue to support mm-hmm. us every uh every week oh and, and we have a new patron that i don't think we've thanked on this podcast yet yes uh so thank you to Lindsay. Lindsay, what's up oh my god Woo. the sweetest human alive who we love so mm-hmm. much and honestly mm-hmm. uh haven't got that, to see much of that, the pandemic so we hope to get to see you in the um in the new year that and, implies that we know her <laughs> Outside oh, yeah. of the podcast. Well, I'm not going to lie. We love her. I don't want to pretend we don't know her. Well, I know. We love her, but we don't. But then it implies that we know all of our Patreons. We know all of our Patreons. We don't. Guys. We don't know any of our Patreons. <laughs> we know all we know of any them. of them. They're all and from all over the world. That, uh, and Lindsay and her lovely husband uh, have <laughs> both supported uh, all my comedy endeavors as well and always come Aww. out to see me. So that's really kind. And I'm incredibly appreciative to them. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh, if you want to be, become a patron, and maybe we yeah. don't know you. Maybe you'll be the first one hey. we don't know. Uh, yeah, that'd head be over fun. To, we can get to know you. Uh, yeah, www.lifeparingspodcast.com. <laughs> In the right-hand corner, there's a Patreon button, and you can hit that up, and you can see all the kind of fun extra stuff we do. Uh, we uh, Yeah, we have all kinds of different uh, levels and uh, extra bonus features and extra episodes and some interviews and it's a lot of fun over there. So uh, if, yeah. if you want to be part of the club, hit us up over there. If not, we're perfectly happy with you over here, and we love you, and we appreciate yeah. you for listening. So we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.